This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by from FanDuel Sportsbook, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday. This is a big hour we have coming up here. We'll dive into four more NFL games for Week 17 right now. Our buddy Ryan Williams of FanDuel is going to join us in about 20 minutes. And then at around 1040 Eastern time, we will break down our thoughts, our picks, our plays for this afternoon and tonight, the college football semifinals, Cincinnati, Alabama, Michigan, and Georgia. I can't wait for that. And I do think we get an upset in one of those games. We'll hit that coming up in about 40 minutes. But first, Aaron, let's start with some big NFL games, uh, specifically AFC games, uh, AFC playoff contenders this week. And let's start with the Chiefs. At the Bengals. I love this game. I mean, how impressive Me was Joe Burrow on last Sunday against the um, the Baltimore Ravens? And then here come the Chiefs, and we've seen it now for weeks and weeks and weeks in a row. Their defense has been so good. Their offense has finally caught up. They're 6-0 and against the spread their last six games. But here's an interesting nugget. Joe Burrow, in his career, he's played 10 games as an underdog of at least three points. He is 8-0 and two against the spread. So when the Bengals and Burrow are underdogs of three or more, he covers 80% of the time. Um, this is a big test for the Bengals. I, I'm i impressed with what I see out of Cincinnati. I, I just, I really am. I just, I, I think they're legit. What Burrow did last week was so impressive. I know that yeah, the Ravens were decimated, but my lean is to the Bengals in this game. I would take them with the points. I think this is a close game. This is the number one game. I even was in bed thinking about this game because I keep going back. <laughs> there's and a forth, graphic. Like, there's, there, there's a graphic for social. I, <laughs> that one's going to be up at about. Uh, I was laying in bed. I couldn't sleep thinking about this game because it's just like I keep going back and forth. First, I'm on the Bengals, but then I just think, you know what? Am I getting fooled here? Are the Chiefs just a notch higher? Like, are they just more elite than this Bengals team? Are they just, you know, I I don't know. What I've seen from the Bengals is very impressive, and I have some Bengals futures. So don't get me wrong. I want the Bengals to win this game, but the way the Chiefs have been playing, and this is the most important time to be playing your best football, I just think the Chiefs, this is the Chiefs. Um, They've won, what, eight straight um, six straight covers. Their defense has been good. Mahomes looks good. I think I'm on the Chiefs now. Yeah, you know what's um, really interesting when you look at for this game? If you compare the two quarterbacks this season, Joe Burrow's had the better year. He has a higher 
passer rating. He has more yards per attempt. He has a better QBR. Like Patrick Mahomes is great. We know that. He's he's an all-time great, even though he's at a young age. He's done so much already in his career. But for this season, Burrow has topped him. And the only – I mean, a couple numbers where Mahomes is better. He has one less interception. Um, he has – he's been sacked far less, which I think that's a product of, of Andy Reid coaching. Also, he, is, he can move better than Joe Burrow. But, boy – I mean, Burrow's Zach numbers Taylor are off the versus charts. Andy Reid. Yeah, no, it's that's significant. <laughs> I, I give Andy a big, a big lift there. I, I won't surprise me if the Chiefs win this game by three or four. I, I mean, I, I I would if I had to pick the winner of the game, I would pick the Chiefs just because how do you go against Reid and Mahomes? But on the number, on the spread, four and a half. I at home, Cincinnati. I like them in this game. I mean, even a couple of weeks ago when they yeah, didn't play great against the. Um, they had some issues against the Chargers. They came back and made that a game I, late. I'm just really looking forward to this game. I mean, I love the Bengals. Like I said, I've got some futures on them, so I really hope they do win. But this is the the game where all week I've been overanalyzing it, and I feel like I keep changing my mind. I could see it going either way. Yeah, the total on the game here, it feels – is it a, is 51 a trap? Because it feels like, boy, there's going to be a lot of play. I know, I know, I know the Chiefs defense has played well, but this feels like a great spot for points on Sunday. It's funny. I had the same thought. Like, what was it? Chiefs, Rams? What was the game that was like 55 and it was like 80? Like it was a few the, years ago. A few, a few years, years ago. ago. It was yeah. a Monday night Chiefs, Rams. That was before Goff started declining and he had a crazy big game. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like, you know, especially with, is it a trap? Is it like everyone going to want to bet the over between Burrow and Mahomes? Yes. Might it still get there? Yes. This might be one of those times because honestly, earlier in the season, this is probably a 55, but unders have been so yep. good, like so hot of late that like everything is kind of depressed. Like all the numbers have come down a little bit. So I have a, unless they hand the ball off to mix in 30 times, and, you know, look, earlier in the year, I think we would have said, hey, this is a smash spot for Joe Mixon against this shoddy Chiefs run defense. Chiefs run defense has gotten a lot better. The pressure, their pressure rate on the D-line is pretty good against a, eh, uh, you know, Bengals offensive line when it comes to protecting Joe Burrow. Um, so I do think this could be an absolute, like, air attack on both sides. I, I'll, I'll be playing the over and just hoping to watch a shootout for points. It is also interesting how, like, it's, it was real interesting last week, like Wink Martindale with the Joe Burrow gold jacket comments. Like it was such a like a divisional opponent. It was such a weird, interesting approach. I guess he was trying to get into his head. But Spags, Spagnuolo was going the other way. He's like, yeah, he's like a young Tom Brady. So now he's trying to feed that ego a little bit. Like, yeah, make some crazy throws against us. See what happens with Tyron Matthew back there and those guys. So it'll be, be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, one other interesting note we've been talking about all week, Joe G, is how five has become more of a key number in the NFL. And it's interesting. It might be nothing, but I'll be watching this game with an eye on that, seeing how much this game dances around the number of five. Because the point being that with more teams going for two, five has kind of become more of a key number. So it's it's interesting that it's gone it's five and a half, five, four and a half. I'll be just interested to watch how that lands. I don't know if I'll play either side. I know I think Joe O is on the Chiefs. I don't. It's gonna be popular, so I think we'll stay away from it in the contest. But that'll be an interesting note too. But yeah, play the over. Hope for points. Yeah, it's interesting the how the key numbers are changing. I, I was wondering how long till this happened, right? If more teams go for two and we get an extra points become 
And also, when you go for an extra point, it's not a lock anymore, right? Like right. five years That's ago, it was a lock. Yeah. Right. It, it changes the math on the games. That That is interesting. All right. So Bengals are getting four and a half, total 51. I'm with Paul. Shootout in this game. All right. Let's go to the Raiders and the Colts. Early in the show, we kind of hit on the idea of, all right, this number has bounced around everywhere from six and a half down to one and a half, now back to seven. We don't know. And I, have, I haven't seen any reporting on how is Carson Wentz feeling at home as he isolates. It's just everyone's guesswork. I, I, heard, I think I heard Ian Rapport or saw a quote from him yesterday saying, he's Sunday he can come off the list. Cool. If he's asymptomatic. Like, that's great. Like, I, I, for him, I hope he does. I hope the guy can, can play. It's a, it's a more fun game if he's out there with Carson Wentz uh, on the COVID list. But he, here's my take on the game. I think I, I would jump on the seven right now. I would take the Raiders in the seven right now. If yeah. Wentz doesn't play, you're getting a gift because you're getting all those points, which will not exist if he plays in the game. I would jump on the Raiders right now. Aaron, I, I think the Colts, obviously they're good. They're they're on the doorstep of the playoffs. But I think seven is too many points. And I've noticed the Raiders' run defense has been way better the last couple of weeks. They did a pretty good job against Nick Chubb. They did a pretty good job last week against uh, the Broncos running backs. If they could contain a little bit, uh, Taylor, uh, for the uh, Colts, I think this mm-hmm. is a competitive game. I would take the Raiders plus the seven. I agree. I like the Raiders now as well. I think Derek Carr has enough weapons. Um, he can match the Colts score for score. And they they also have Waller back too. Mm. Um, so I think at plus seven, the Raiders is the move here. Is Waller off the COVID list? I saw he went on it earlier this week. I didn't see if he's off. Oh, shoot. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. He's healthy, though. Like, he's healthy... Injury He's, perspective. Yeah, I injury thought they were getting good. him back. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Looks like Maybe he I'm likely won't likely that. won't be eligible to return on the game on Sunday. Okay. He is vaccinated, so, so there's a chance he tests out. But no. But <laughs> I, that is a good look because the Colts have been burned by tight ends all all year. They, I think they're allowing yeah. the most yards to tight ends. And the other interesting point on the other side of the run game is that the Colts' run defense, as much as they have been like the team has been winning recently. We're 31st in the NFL over the last six weeks and 32nd against. So 31st in success rate, 32nd in rush success rate, 
could be a Josh Jacobs game. So could be interesting to watch. Yeah, I I like the Raiders. I, this feels like a twenty three seventeen kind of game. So, somebody, but I take the seven points and and I'll be happy with that. I'm on the Raiders side of this game. Raiders plus the seven. Our right, Falcons and the Bills on Sunday. Here comes another one of those gigantic lines. The, the, the line on this game, Aaron, is the Bills are favored by 14.5 points. Buffalo obviously controls its own destiny now after what they did last week in New England. If they win out against the Falcons and Jets, they are in the playoffs. I mean, this these don't these two teams just seem like t- total opposites? Like, the Bills are so good and, most of the time. And the Falcons are not most of the time. And the Falcons also have 13 players in the COVID list. It's a lot no. of points to lay, but I think the right side is the Bills. Not only that, they're going to Buffalo. Buffalo is cold. I've been there this time of year. I've been stranded there. When I used to live in Toronto, I got diverted to Buffalo. It's terrible. It's going to be, I think, the 17 to 25 mile per hour winds, snow, yikes. So I actually was looking at this this morning. I, I got up bright and early like you, Joji. Um, and I like a Devin Singletary anytime touchdown. I was looking for a prop. I like it. He's had a touchdown in each of the last two games. Assuming that this is going to be a bad weather, snow, windy game. I like him to get a touchdown. It's minus 105 on FanDuel. I like that. There is. So it's like a slight hesitation from me as far as will that weather impact a big spread like this? Yes. Like, is that going to keep this game closer than it should be? But at the same time, the Falcons offense is dreadful. So, I mean, this could be a 20 to nothing game, 20 to three game. Uh, Falcons 31st in rush offense. That is how a lot of teams have beaten the Bills, running the ball down their throat. So the Falcons don't do that well. They are 29th in pass defense. The Bills love to pass the ball, bad weather or not. Passing offense is, you know, one of the best in the league, obviously. And the Falcons allow the third highest pressure rate in the NFL. So snow, no snow, win, no win. The Bills are going to get to the quarterback because they have the second highest pressure rate in the NFL. So I just think the Falcons don't do anything well to that the Bills that is, you know, could give the Bills trouble. And the Bills, yeah. it's just, yeah. I think it's the yeah, Bills I, minus 14. I could see a couple strip sacks of Matt Ryan. Maybe one gets brought back. I, I'd look to play a Bills anytime defensive score in this game. And, like, we've seen the Bills do this to bad offenses, right? When they played the Jaguars. Well, not Jaguars. They stunk that day. But they, <laughs> yeah. they shut down their offense, though. They, right. they shut down bad the, the Texans in September, Washington. They, they shut down bad offenses. They're 7-1-1 one, one against teams with losing records. They beat bad teams. This is yep. – other than, other than what they did last week against the Patriots, this is what the Bills do. They just beat up bad teams and embarrass them. I – I would lay the 14 and a half. I know it's a big number, but I, I think that is that's the right side of this game. All right, let's one more here. Dolphins, Titans. This is actually a really interesting game. A big game. Miami, I mean, we've never seen anything like this. To, to go one and seven, and it's a rally to win seven in a row. They're getting three and a half points here. I like the Miami side of this game in a close game. I I, I mean look at the what's the total on this game? What was uh, it last time I saw it? It was at like 44 or is it like 42 and a half total in this game is 39 and a half wow and you're getting three and a half points with miami 
So I just think their pass rush gives Tannehill issues, and he throws a pick at some point. That's that's how I think this game is close. Now you're speaking well, you're my language, Joe Well, you're not going to get any complaints from Paul. There we go. Uh, this is what I want. I want Ryan Tannehill to throw like two red zone INTs, but then maybe Tua gives the ball right back. Um, <laughs> but the Dolphins have the number one pressure rate this season, like you just said. Like they could, yeah. and we saw them flying around. Like Ian Book or not, they were flying around last weekend. Um, number one D success rate and EPA over their win streak. But so it's funny on the show yesterday, Aaron. Like you guys were talking about who have the Dolphins played? Like played no one, and then you write it out, and it's like. Texans, Ravens, Jets, Panthers, Giants, Jets, in book. That oh, is who they've oh. beaten on this winning streak. And I'm like, yeah. So I've gone back and forth. My first inclination beginning of the week was Titans. And then I started talking myself in the Dolphins. I think I'm back to the Titans side. The contest, we got three. So that's different. That is very much different. Three yeah. in the hook. I, I think I, my lean would be either no play or maybe the Dolphins. Yeah, like 20 to 17 Titans wouldn't surprise me. But like the hook, you win the game. And the Titans are still trying to hold off the Colts in the AFC. I want to say the, the Dolphins are frauds just because of the teams they beat. And beating the Ravens, that wasn't even impressive. I mean, it was at the time. But then you see what the Ravens have done since then. And mm, no. All those teams you named off, Paul? No. Not impressive. It's rough. The one thing, <laughs> if you're on the Titans side, is the the rest is the opposite, right? If the Titans have 10 days off the Thursday night two weeks ago. Short Miami's week. on a short week and another road game. So I just – but can I trust the Titans to blow anybody no. out? I can't. Tannehill's throwing a pick. I mean, there's no question. Maybe so you can in week 18 when my guy Derrick Henry comes back. I feel like not a lot of people are talking about it, but he's Nobody coming is. back, folks. I cannot wait. If they win this week and they're the number two seed and he's back, it, it's going to be like, hey, wait, are the Titans sneaky to get to the Super Bowl? Like, we're, we're going to talk about it again because their whole season's I mean, been impacted. Is so he going to be eighty percent? Is he going to be a hundred percent? We don't know which version of Derrick Henry we're going to get, but that guy is unreal. Either way, yeah. <laughs> he he certainly is. Ryan Williams of Fandle is going to join us next. We'll talk NFL Week Seventeen up next right here on the Becky Wall Network.